Yo, Mike check one two one two. Always wanted to do that shit. Um, this is Pop the Stranger. This is the official, unofficial second episode of Reserve Lunch Tables. I say unofficial, official because the first episode was supposed to be a you know dry run just to see how I'm going to operate this shit. But um, the content was so good that I had to release it as the first episode. You know, it was a long time coming. A lot of people have asked me to do it. I've been wanting to do this for a while. So, you know, here we are. But again, this is the official, unofficial second episode. And we got a lot of shit to discuss, man. We got a lot of shit to discuss. Um, a lot of shit happened thus far this week. This past weekend was the Super Bowl. Um, had a lot of goofy shit happening this week that we're going to talk about. Um, last night was my brunch. Um, if you're not familiar, it's the It's Just Brunch series. Um, each... Each brunch is focused on one particular artist or one particular era of music. And the uniqueness of, of it is I do it at all black-owned restaurants. So you may catch me doing the midnight edition where, you you know, we, we're, we're in a late, it's a late happy hour. Or I might do it on a Saturday or Sunday and it's, you know, your regular brunch hours. But anybody that's, you know, showed up, anybody that's been there, anybody that's retweeted, anybody that's shared Understand that I do appreciate you and, and, you know, it's a lot more to come. I've been having these, you know, I've been manifesting this type of shit for a long time. You know, I'm just, it's time to put these, put these ideas and, and, and put this creation to, to, to work. Um, again, I do it at all black owned business. So, you know, it's a method to the madness and madness to the method. So, you know, anybody that's, you know, kind of foggy about what I'm doing. If you haven't noticed, I've done it at all black owned restaurants because, you know, the importance of our dollar being circulated through up through our community, through us first before it leaves is so important. And anything that's for us and by us needs to be championed and protected at all costs because if we don't take care of each other, who is? So again, thank you to everybody that came out. It was the Auntie Mary edition. It was a lot of knee high boots in here. Um, <laughs> Yeah, y'all look good last night. Again, I just appreciate y'all and I thank y'all for the support. It's a lot more to come. Bear with me. I am not a promoter. Promoter is, to me, it's just so vague. It's so it's in a box. If I would, you know, give myself any type of title, I would say vibe dealers because, you know, creating a vibe. So, again, thank you for everybody that came out. Thank you for your patience. You know, civil is new. Um... They're 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 getting the hang of it. Their service has gotten way better. The food was always there. It's just you know we have to be patient and and understand that there's a new restaurant and do understand when you have thirty forty people walk in at one time. I don't care what restaurant that you're at. It's going to be some type of delay in whatever you're doing. Whether you're trying to get a drink, whether you're trying to get some food. When it's busy, I forgot the the term, but when it's busy and people walk in like that. Yo, it's always, it's always some delay in something. But they did a great job. They're bartenders, they servers. You know, shout out to Paul and Swole. Um, yeah, shout out to the civil man and everybody that everywhere that I've did um a brunch at Noir, um, Terra Cafe, all of these places. And if y'all know any places that's black owned that you know it's a good vibe, let me know. Cause you know we we, we taking this thing on the road. It's a lot of. A lot of stuff to come. A lot of stuff to come. And again, this is to create a open door policy with us in these restaurants. Because, you know, again, we got to take care of each other. You know, there's no, no, no reason why if we have something that's built for us that we're not patronizing. You know, and the dollar, the dollar circulates, man. It, you know, what goes around comes around. 
I tell people all the time, you might buy a hat from me, and then you I see you in a bar, I'm buying you a drink. That balances it out there. You know what I'm saying? You're getting it back tenfold. So, you know, shout out to all of those places. Again, let me know some places that y'all know, and thank y'all for supporting, and I appreciate you. Um, good, clean, fun, good energy. You know, it's not a, leave the bullshit at home. Um, and everybody leaves happy. You eat good. You you know you drink good. You get you some nice pictures, some good energy, networking. It's a lot of money in there. That's what I do it for. I want everybody to you know to to talk shit. <laughs> you know, again, you'll be successful as the people you talk to for no reason. It's a lot of money in there. And it's a lot of opportunities in there. So. You know, I throw these events to put us all into one bowl. We all come from different walks of life that we all can help each other on. So, again, thank you and shout out to everybody that's a, um, that has attended. Um, there will be a lot more to come for the It's Just Brunch. Um, the Auntie Mary edition was, was kind of one of my favorites. Um, yeah, y'all look good. Um, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Uh, shout out to Kansas City. Congratulations to them. Um, <laughs> ain't gonna talk about the Trump shit. He thought Kansas City was a state, but shout out to Kansas City. Um, congratulations to Andy Reid. It was a long time coming. Congratulations to Mahomes. We know it's gonna be a lot of battles coming up in the near future. I hope you know. I hope this is y'all first and last one, um, because of course I'm a Ravens fan, as you can tell. Um, but shout out to those guys. Um, I love that, you know, we have a black quarterback that's starting that's, you know, that's doing his thing, man, you know. Um, yeah, but y'all parade was was a little off, man. Like, you know, they, they called it the Sea of Red, but that shit ain't look like no sea. If y'all wanna if y'all want some some tips on how a parade is supposed to look, go back to go back to two thousand and one or two thousand and go back to two thousand thirteen when we won a Super Bowl. Wasn't no school, and it's lit. You, I wish you would think you was going to drive downtown. So I'm looking at this shit like, damn, Kansas City, like, it's, it's only a handful of her motherfuckers out here. Like, Baltimore, it's a whole holiday. We out here. Everybody, we out here. But, again, shout out to Kansas City. Um, it's a good win. You know, it's a lot of, I see a lot of battles coming up. You know, we got to go through y'all. Y'all got to go through us. But, you know, shout out to y'all. I'm a fan of football before I'm a fan of anything. Definitely not no hater. Definitely not a fan fan where it's, you know, you say crazy shit. And you you know, I'm a fan of football. I'm a fan of the game. So, you know, Lamar's my guy. Ravens is my team. But, you know, I can congratulate somebody else if they won. I'm not a I'm not one of them type of people. So congratulate to y'all guys. Anybody that's a Kansas City fan, um, don't see how you can be a Kansas City fan if you live in Baltimore, but it's another 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 subject. But um congrats to them. Congrats to them. Um there's some interesting interesting shit that just been been coming up. And you know, I get a lot of this shit because we go back and forth on Twitter and it's fun. You know, you you build healthy dialogue. Um but everybody isn't entitled to an opinion. I just want to throw that out there. Let me say it again slower. Everybody isn't entitled or titled, whatever one you want to play with, an opinion. What I mean by that is, I feel like the person who made that up, well, I'm entitled to my opinion, is somebody who didn't have a leg to stand on in a conversation. He didn't know what the fuck 
they, he was talking about. So that's what he said. Well, I'm entitled to my opinion. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. No, you're not. Certain shit you're just not qualified to have a conversation or even ask people on. Shout out to Dick Gregory. Remember the first time I heard that. It's just certain shit a person isn't qualified to, to even ask a person. So how could you be qualified to even have an opinion on something? You can't have an opinion on something if you don't have perspective. In my, again, in my opinion, and that's a fact. You cannot have an opinion on something if you don't first have perspective on it. Google that. Opinion are just things that you cannot prove. They're not facts. Perspective, you know, long story short, is facts. Things that can be proved. So what I mean by you're not entitled to your opinion, because you'll be, you know, you'll be going back and forth with this person all day. You go outside right now, and if it's black outside, the sky is black. You can have a person come outside and be like, well, the sky is white. If I just, well, I'm entitled to my opinion. What the fuck does that mean? Now, if you give me some, some chemistry behind it, if you give me some scientific facts behind it, then you have a perspective that you can formulate into an opinion. But if you're just coming out there just to say you have an opinion, I don't agree with that. And I feel like everybody should start holding people accountable to that. Well, he's entitled to his opinion. No, the fuck he isn't. If you don't have a leg to stand on in this conversation, stay in your lane. It's nothing for you to be discussing. Um... So that just brought me to the, it was a lot of different shit on Twitter this week. Um, we got the date shit coming that came back around. Like, really? Like, I thought we, I thought we fucking buried this shit, man. I thought this was over. First, it was $200 dates. Now it's $60 dates. What the fuck are we talking about, man? $60 dates. Y'all, are y'all talking to kids or somebody? Somebody that's not, who who's dating who out here, man? $60? To me, is really no, no price tag on fun. If we're going to go out and we're going to have fun, that's what we're going to do. If you deserve any of that, no matter how much the cost is. Again, stay in your lane too, fellas. Stay in your lane. You first, to me, I'm if I go out with anybody, I'm screening you first. It's a screen before anything. I don't know you from a can of fucking wall paint. And I've never been to fuck with a child or something like that. And that's the first place I'm going to take you? For what? To try to impress you? Nah. Because me personally, I, I got to see if I can even be able to sit through a conversation with you. Because that's a heavy tab for something that's not that you're not even having fun. And you didn't even enjoy yourself. You know, I'm the type of person where, okay, if you tell me as a gentleman, I'm supposed to pay for the date. I'm supposed to pay for this or pay, supposed to pay for that. I have no problem with that. But on the flip side, if I'm going to pay for everything, I'm going to do something that I want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's fair. You know, you go, we're going, you want to go to the movies. Okay, cool. I'm going to go to the movies too. I'm paying for everything, right? That means I'm going to pick a movie that I want to see. I have that right. If I'm paying for everything, I could at least get a, a take in that decision on, on what movie we're going to see. You know, um... But yeah, man, y'all better start screening these motherfuckers. This is for men and women. Y'all better start screening these people when y'all before y'all go out. You got a person who's supposed to be just wings and wings and a couple uh Hennessy margaritas. But you want to take them to <laughs> name your name your favorite up end, I mean high end restaurant. Y'all jumping out the window for no reason and you getting yourself embarrassed. And then you fucking you, you know what I'm saying? Your head fucked up because 
it ain't nothing like being embarrassed by somebody else. Like, you're not the one, you know, doing the goofy shit. The person that's with you doing some goofy shit. And you're like, who the fuck? Yeah, you should have screened them before you took that took their ass to that restaurant. Should have knew better. Some people, no matter how y'all want to take it, some people should just be at happy hours. I mean, <laughs> it just is what it is. Like, nah, love, I'm not taking you there. I'm not taking you there. Like, your conversation is not even that intellect. Your intellect is not even there for me to take you to them type of places. What are we going to talk about? What are we, what are we going to talk about? What are you going to wear? How are you going to conduct yourself at the table? You know, you got your food and, you know, it's, it's shit that you're taking home. You're ready to go. And then they take, your, they take your plate because, you know, if you go to a high-end restaurant, they take your plate and put it in a box for you then bring it back to you. So you take one of these little chicks that don't know nothing about nothing, and yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get that to go. Can you bring me a box? And they take the plate. Oh, what you doing? I said I was. I was taking that home. Love, they do it for you. You're not gonna sit here and scoop that shit off into a box. It's a five star restaurant. What are you doing? Hundred dollar plates. What are you talking about? I had to wear. I had to wear a sports jacket just to come in. Screen these people before y'all take them out, man. Understand what you're getting yourself into. $60 is not a lot of money, but I used to do shit back in the day. Not back in the day, like I'm old. I used to do shit like, I called it the $2 date. Now, you're not literally spending $2, but the cap is maybe like $20. And this is shit like, you know, going to get something, go, go and get a slice of pizza or, you know, walking and getting some ice cream, taking it to the waterfall and, you know, just wrapping the taste. Even if you bought a bottle of wine with you, it's just small. It ain't about spending money as me trying to get to know you and me understanding who you are. Because at the end of the day, I'm at the age where I want to be able to have a good conversation with you or have fun with you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, the sex is going to be there. Like, we, we know that. But if I can't have fun with you, if you're just annoying as fuck, I don't want to be around you. So why would I take you to some expensive place just to get that? That's ignorant on, on a guy's... On a guy's um, standpoint. Yo, you want to take them somewhere where you can get some type of dialogue from them where you can understand them as a person and understand the type of shit that they into. You know, especially if you just thinking you it's that's even backwards if you just want to fuck them. You just want to fuck them. Why are you spending all this money? Shit, try your hand. You might have been able to take them to fuck up the, up the dragon or something and do that. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't know. Different type of time, but sixty dollars is not a lot of money. Um, I don't know who even started the conversation. I can't tell you who started the conversation, but whether it was a man or was it a if it was a female. But the first time of me seeing it, it was a woman talking about it, and she was like, "Well, I don't know how old she was, but she was like, sixty dollars is a lot of money to go on a date." Okay, <laughs> if you feel that way, okay. If that is a lot of money to you, I think she said something like her and her boyfriend or something go out all the time and it's, they don't spend more than $49 or some shit like that. Y'all extreme budgeting, especially if you know the exact number every time y'all go out and y'all don't spend more than $50. I have no problem with that. That's a, We go back to the opinion and perspective, um, perspective thing. I don't have a problem with somebody and what they like to do. Just don't say that everybody's supposed to do that. This is where we go left when we're talking about men and they're supposed to do this and they're supposed to do that. Well, what's your perspective on that? Where did you get these type of ide um, ideologies from? 
If you don't have a perspective on that, don't give me an opinion on that. Um, $60? I really don't know where you can go. You can go some places and spend $60 for a nice meal, you know, get a few drinks, but how much are you eating and how much are you drinking and who are you taking depends on that. Because you got some chicks out here who their goal is to buy shit that they would never buy with their own dime. And they are ordering shit that they never order. If you're a Jose Cuervo, eighteen hundred type chick, why are you why are you ordering shots of Patron? Nah, take that shit back. <laughs> Go back to what you regularly do when you were your homegirls in this motherfucker. You don't get you don't get Patron when you in it. Why you you don't even know what nineteen forty two is? I'm fucking your head up saying, well, just give me a shot of Don Julio. Well, I want the forty two. This basically is Don Julio. Just a, oh. So, <laughs> so, uh, yo, if you, yo, don't don't go out with these chicks that that you don't know nothing about. Under, get the screening first, and that goes for women too. Screen these guys, man, because you looking for some type of you you asking for some type of embarrassment. You know, it might be a, you giving suggestions to a guy that knows nothing about that. You want to take him to this. You want you want him to take. You to a restaurant that he's not equipped for. And it might not be anything about money. It might be the mannerisms. Anything. It's like, yo, this is not the spot for you. You might be a golden dragon, nigga, man. I mean, that's just just what it is. There's no... There's nothing bad about that. You know, you just stay in your lane. That's all. Stay in your fucking lane. And then we all will be all right. If y'all think $60 is a lot of money, or if you think $60 isn't a lot of money, that's cool. Just... Stay with the motherfuckers who think it is a lot of money. And the people who think it's not a lot of money, y'all stay with them. To me, $60 is... If you can go somewhere and spend less than $60 and have a good time with you and your lady or you and somebody that you're going out with, please let me know. Please let me know because I would definitely would love to be there. $60 is almost like a... To me, an average, not a cap. You know, if you... You you feel like you had a damn good time if you went somewhere and spent sixty dollars or less, and you ate, you drunk, and you, for two. <clears throat> I ain't talking about no happy hour, no shit like that. Which make me think about um. I am not that. I am that guy that addresses all elephants in the room. I never played that. You know, bring your miserable homegirl shit. Invite your miserable, miserable homegirl shit. If we say we going out and, yo, meet me up anywhere. And I meet you there. And it's already preordained. It's already common knowledge that, you know, me and you are, I wouldn't say official date. Me and you are, you know, seeing, coming to see each other. You know, spend time with each other. Get to know each other a little bit better. Especially if it's just me and you there and then your homegirl come because you told her to come. Your homegirl's paying for her shit. She's going to pay for her food. Like, I'm, I've never been that type of guy. Never been that type of guy. Don't get me wrong. If your homegirl energy is good and she's, you know, inviting and she's, you know, she has good conversation, I don't mind doing that. Yo, round of drinks on me or yo, I got the whole bill. But you're not going to play me as a fool. I'm definitely not one of those... Oh, we got, um, oh, this is a walking lick. I'm no lemon. Oh, yeah, he gonna pay for our food. He gonna pay for our drinks. Let's call him up, and then we gonna, negative. That's your fucking invite. That's your friend. 
ain't mine. It ain't mine. And that's, you know what I'm saying? That's the type of shit I be talking about. Like, the entitlement. I'm just pulled to pay for your shit just because, because you're a female. And I'm a, I'm a gentleman, but what did you do to be a recipient of that? What did you do to earn that? You have to earn that type of shit. And I ain't talking about fucking or none of that shit. I'm, that's the type of shit that, you know, we was talking about at, um, you know, the com- different conversation parties and shit that I'm at. Um, I call it the daddy's little girl syndrome. The daddy's little girl syndrome is, you know, you had this, this princess and, you know, her father was telling her all the right things, you know, you know, always want more out of this or the world is yours and everything in it. Have this type of respect for yourself. Um, you know, a man is supposed to, supposed to treat you this way. He's supposed to protect. He's supposed to provide. He's saying everything he's supposed to be saying. But where shit starts to go left is we don't tell that individual what they're supposed to be doing to be a recipient of that because it's a two-way street. It's not I'm going to do all of these things and then you give me your ass to kiss. That's not how that works. It's not, it's not how any of that works. And that's where a lot of the problems come from. How does a person how does a person who thinks they're a catch deal with somebody else who believes they're a catch as well? So I'm doing all of these things and some, but you're giving me your ass to kiss. That's why I call it the daddy. And it could be a mama's boy mama's boy theory, but we're talking about females right now. Daddy's little girl syndrome. All of these things that you're supposed to get, all of these things that are supposed to happen from a gentleman, from a man that I have no problem doing. But you weren't taught how to be a recipient of that. Your daddy just was telling you how to take, 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 and it was, he never gave you any advice on how, listen, this is how you treat a man as well. Listen, you're supposed to be treated this way. You're supposed to be getting this. You're supposed to be getting that. You're supposed to have this type of respect and demand this respect. But on the flip side, you give the same respect to that person. You know, you want to be courted, but are you returning those favors? You know, so that's what I mean by earning that. So if you bring your homegirl out with, with me and we out somewhere and your homegirl is on some other shit, do you believe that the Patron Margaritas, yeah, that's the Jose Cuervo homegirl. The, those Patron Margaritas, yeah, she she need to go ahead and put her money up. And they ain't got nothing to do with, and you know females love throwing out, well, it's broke ass niggas and broke this and broke that when it's something that they don't agree with. You know, a lot of niggas are not walking around here broke. You do know that, right? They just don't want to do the type of shit that y'all asking for to you. Again, it's lanes. It might be somebody that's just... And I know a few people got a few pennies, even millionaires. They not out here just giving money away. What did you do to earn this, love? So what, he's broke? Broke got nothing to do with it. It's, what did you do to earn that? What did you do to be a recipient of the shit that you were asking for? You understand what I'm saying? What are you doing to be a recipient of the shit that you're asking for? How do you deal with somebody that thinks they're catch as well? Because I'm pretty sure you feel like you're a catch. I'm pretty sure that you feel like you're the best shit since sliced bread. So how do you deal with somebody who feel like they're the best shit since sweatpants with pockets? Y'all both feel like y'all catch, so how do y'all balance that out? So when you dealing with somebody, ladies and guys, scream properly. You might be walking into something that you ain't ready for. You might be walking into something that might fuck your head up and scar you for life. Fuck. 
What else we got going on, man? We talked about the $60 dates, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> $60 dates. We went all the way around, man. We went from $200. We coming down. Next is going to be two for 20 is too much. We coming down. $200 dates was the fucking topic every week. Then I thought I saw $150. No, it went from $150 to $200. And now we at $60. That's tough, man. But at least we coming down. Scale. Date in your tax bracket. That should be the next. Date in your tax bracket. If that's what we're. If that's how we're going to carry you. Date in your tax bracket. Stop fucking with filet mignon when you know you're a ribeye. You know that. Stay in your tax bracket and scream. Don't don't bite off more than you can chew. Don't put too much dip on your chip. Um, shit, that's what made me think about this tank shit, man. Listen, I hope Shorty is alright. Every time I see him, anytime... I see him whether it's in person, whether I see him on the gram, whether I see him, you know, at a boxing match, whatever. I pray for, you know, his his guidance, you know, because he's a young guy making a lot of money, come from the city. Literally a guy that came from nothing. And he has a lot of kids looking up to him. And not only just the kids that are looking up to him, just for him as a young man for himself. Like, I want to see, I want people to do well. I get excited when other people do well. And I get even more excited when you're black. And even more and more excited when you're from our town. And he's a West Baltimore guy. So, you know, I pray for his situation. I pray that he has the right people in his corner. Which I know a few people in his corner. But I'm praying that, you know, they put all of the pieces together. So, you know, he don't make decisions that are that are that are tarnishes his legacy and, and mess with his bag and and fuck up his 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 reputation. You know, even and you got a, a daughter yourself, so you got a child as well. So I hope all of that pans out. You know, he made a mistake. You know, the age that we in now, a lot of these mistakes are recorded. So a lot of your favorite athletes, your favorite celebrities, your famous shit, your parents make a lot of mistakes, but they weren't recorded. You know, so you can deal with those things internally. So let's not throw them away. Let's not, you know, bash them. Memes and shit, yeah, it's funny, but seriously, man, like, let's make sure that we, again, champion and protecting our own and making sure we have those tough conversations, whether you're in there, camp or not. Yo, listen, that's dumb as fuck, man. What are you doing? Fuck how much money you got. Fuck up. That shit corny. What are you doing? That's dumb. You're going to do that and then do So let's make sure we have these conversations with people so people know, you know, that it's not tolerable and that don't make a decision that's going to fuck it up for yourself but everybody else, you know? So people are making light of it. You see people say, well, he did just grab a jean jacket, but you know, you see the type of climate that we in? You see the type of shit that's happening these days with the Me Too movement and they fucking don't like Trump because of the... Different shit he did dealing with females, and then you see you have black females feel like they made attacked, and then you have women pop. It's a lot of shit that's going on. There was never a good time to put your hands on a female, but if this if it's a really really bad time to put your hands on a female, this is really one of them. This is one of them because ah, they want your ass, man. You know he's gonna probably come out and have to. You know, give an apology. Um, again, people were making light of it. I saw somebody, a few people 
from Baltimore say, um, shit, that's regular. He ain't, he ain't even hit up. <laughs> it was a female. So, yeah, we can make light of it and be like, oh, it wasn't that deep, but you already know how it is. He's a black, young black athlete with, with millions of dollars. And he box. You know, his, 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 his business is in hurting people. So they already think that you're a maniac. They already think that you are somebody that just have a ill will for other people. So your, your line is real thin when it comes to situations like that. Um, like I said, all I'm going to do is pray for him. Pray for that situation. Hopefully, you know, the best comes from it. You know, he made a mistake. But, you know, let's not throw him away and let's make sure that we, again, helping him understand. Or this, it's not, this is the people that are in this circle, helping him understand. Like, yo, that shit is dumb, my nigga. Like, tighten up, cuz. Especially now that you're going into this realm of, you're a star now, but you're going into a realm of stardom, stardom. You know, like, you're about to be a pay-per-view fighter. Now you're about to see money you've never seen before in your life in one lump sum. Now you're going to be doing, like, you're already doing your breakfast clubs. You're doing, you know, these different type of interviews. But now we're talking about Ellen. You know, like, this is, we're talking about up here now. When you get when you get to that A-list, because he's not an A-lister yet. But when you get to that A-list, that Floyd Mayweather, and we're talking boxing, and you're talking about that Mayweather type of pedigree, up there, up there. Yo, you want to be on a, you want to be on a, um, a good path. Make sure there's no stains on your jacket because I'm telling you what they're going to do. They're going to use another black person to bring the shit up. That's the fucked up shit about it. It's going to be another black person that's going to be there on this interview and bombard you with it and bring up that very own stain that you were like, damn, I you know, paid my debt to society or I did X, Y, and Z. Why are we still talking about that? And you're going to be even more confused because it's the person across from you, probably of the opposite sex, that's going to look exactly like you. It's like, damn. Is this for likes and retweets and shares? Or we could have just had this, you know, conversation off campus. I mean, off camera if you really wanted to know. So, again, all I can do is pray for him, people like him in his situation that has the light on them with all these kids watching. And, you know, pray for his family and pray for the people around him to give him that guidance. Like, yo, come on, tighten up. Because he's a young man. You got a lot of people around him. He's a little bit older. Tighten up. You know some people that you can't tell, but at least you can go to sleep knowing, like, listen, I tried to talk to him. You know, some people got to learn the hard way. Hopefully that's not him, but I tried to talk to him. But we'll get there. That's right. Shout out to all, all the real, like, big homies out there. I think that's a lost art, like, you know. Big and shout out to Gotti too. He came up with the song um, and his new shit. His new shit is crazy. Um, big homie is on it. And he talking some real shit. And I think that's the problem. What we lacking out here now is we don't got no real big homies. You know what I'm saying? Big homies don't run game on you. They teach you the game. They drop jewels and shit like that. So that's where the respect comes from. And they got nothing to do with money because you got a lot of these goofy ass niggas running around here now. You they call the niggas big homie and big bro because they got a bag. That shit ain't that don't that don't get you that don't give you no honor, you know. So the big homie rule is 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 real to me, you know. I was raised around individuals that were stand up guys, and they was gentlemen before anything. Will knock your fucking head off your shoulder, figurative, figuratively and um literal, 
literally, but um, they were gentlemen. You know what I'm saying? Made sure the neighborhood was right. Made sure people, you know, didn't get into no goofy shit. Protected the people in the neighborhood. You know, um, old heads or whatever. Senior citizens came. Their parking spots was there. You know, help them take their bags in the house and shit like that. So, you know, big homie is a lost art, man. And stop just giving all these niggas these, these titles and they don't deserve that. Because they out here and they, you know, as immature as the next man. And got these kids doing shit that they wouldn't do. So, the lack of, of big homies is, is is why a lot of shit is even happening in our city. It's happening across the world because there's just no guys. It has nothing to do with money. If you got a person that you respect in front of you, you can have a hundred million. You can have a hundred dollars. You still gonna listen to that person? Give them. You look outside when you go past. When you go in certain neighborhoods, you see them. You see those type of guys. Those guys probably don't even have two nickels to rub together. But when they talk, people listen because it's a respect. And I ain't talking about the old head that's always talking about what they did in the back of the day and he was getting this money and getting that. I'm talking about guys of real respect where it's like, yo, yeah, that's an old head. That's an OG. That's a big homie. Not because you have more money than the person or this person. is. It's too many yes men, yes men out here. And yes men are breeding more yes men who are hanging with guys who shouldn't have yes men. It's a fucking circle. So if you're a big homie, if you know somebody, anybody that's younger than you and you see yourself in them, you should be giving them jewels. You should be like, sure, don't do that. You know you should be going right while you're making that left. It's a lost art, man. It's the type of shit that we got to get back to, especially us as black people in our community. You know, but it's neither here or there. Big homie rules. Go check that out. Yo, God, this shit is crazy. Yo, God, this shit, yo, God, this shit is fire. I keep running that shit back, though. Big homie rules. That's that's the one. But it is what it is. What else? What else we talking about? <laughs> oh, the Nikki and Meek. I mean, that goes back to what I was talking about last week. Like, females play a big position in antagonizing situations, whether they admit to it or not. You know, the most dangerous thing that we can play with is a, is a man's pride or ego. Because it's just it's so... It's so fragile. You know, you see a lot of goofy shit happening because of a man's ego and his pride. So if you have a woman that's in the middle of that, a lot of shit that happened these days or any other situation you can think of is because a woman was in the middle of that shit. Not saying it's her fault, but it'd be like, yo, if you understand the power that you possess, yo, don't antagonize that shit because the shit that you're doing... and. Even with the Lord debacle and shit on Twitter now, we all know that there was a music. It was music coming out afterwards. Both of them look goofy in a sense where it's like, yo, Meek, you dealing with somebody. Of course, you got to protect your name because those, boy, that, the rape and, and abuse, domestic violence accusations are nothing to play with. So you have to say something in that sense. But you got a lady, don't go back and forth with it. Fuck all that. And then on her end, oh, you got a whole husband. The fuck is you... Y'all going back and forth and all that. That whole shit was just goofy. Like, hey, that shit was, didn't sit right at all. Like, what the fuck is this goofy shit over here? Yo, go take that shit to white Twitter. Not on black Twitter. Take that. We don't want to see that shit on black Twitter. I don't, I don't. That shit don't even, it didn't even, it don't even add up to me. Like, nah, we ain't doing that. But, yo, women play a, a big position when it comes down to a man's ego and pride in that type of scenario. Again, just like last episode. Are you willing? Don't put yourself in a position 
to where the the person that you put in that position is going to have consequences that you're not willing to to um, support for 20 years. Because you're having, all of that can happen when niggas see each other and something goofy happens. Then what? Damn, it wasn't that serious. Now it wasn't that serious. Yeah, it wasn't that serious when you act the shit up. I hate that type of female. I hate that type of situation where you put niggas in positions to defend you. One of my boys said that. He was like, I tell my wife all the time, yo, don't put me in a position to where I have to defend you because that's what I'm going to do. So, if you can defuse that shit and go about your business, it's just so much goofy shit that, to me, where it's like, yo, I just want, I don't even think I would be indulged in that shit. Like, yo, I got a hundred million. I can go wherever the fuck I want to go at. I, I, you got to respond because of your name, but, like, yo, I'm not getting into that shit, man. I don't give a fuck about that shit. I don't know, man. But that shit was wild. They did have Twitter lit real quick. And a person like her who has so much ammo or has so much ammo against her, I would have thought she would have just kept that shit and <laughs> went about her motherfucking business. Because Meek throwing haymakers. Shit that we all know that happens. Like, uh, I don't think you wanted to, you know, wake that, that line up. But, yeah, like he said, he sound goofy he's sitting there with his girl pregnant right beside him, tweeting back and forth with that shit. Clear your name so you'll go away with that goofy shit and accusations. Anybody trying to hear that shit and then go about your business. I said it. I said, yo, even if, even if you was in that, if that, if you in that situation, the Jimmy Jazz shit was hilarious. You didn't see when they photoshopped him and put him in the Jimmy Jazz shit? <laughs> that shit was funny as fuck. Even if, if that's you in that scenario, that's funny as shit to me. But, yeah, that shit must have hit deep, man. Boot cuts and Balenciagas, that shit hit deep. God, nigga, he ain't even trying to hit none of that shit. Going old Navy jeans. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's funny as shit, man. Again, yo, that, oh man. <laughs> Boot cut jeans and Balenciagas, man. Don't if you look at like their whole scenario, it just. Alright, that shit just funny to me. It is what it is. The fuck else, man? Um, holy fucking tweet. It's been a spike in, in those type of tweets. Where you see a woman say, well, it took it took my, a man, well, it took my, my new guy to do what I was trying to get my ex guy to do in a, in a week. And it took him five years the way he didn't do it. I know I'm fucking it up. In five years, it took my new guy to do shit that I wanted my old head to do, my old guy to do in five years. Well, it's 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 not hard. My reply to that is always is did he fuck yet? There's no there's there's no man that's more intentive or more of a gentleman doing than a nigga trying to get some new pussy. None. It's two. It's, it's a man that's trying to get some new pussy and a man that's trying to keep some good old pussy. Them niggas are attentive as fuck. And I could be one of them because I'm, 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 you know, I'm a man from perspective. And it's good or bad. It could just be in what you do. It's a joke I always say all the time when you go into a spot and there's some baddies in there. And I'm like, yo, it's a lot of good morning texts walking around here. It's a lot of how you doing? How was your day texts walking around here? And... You know, you just have 
This may be in this person's makeup. You know, you want flowers, you want these type of things. This could just be what a nigga do. Then you have some niggas that has the mask on, and they're doing that just to get in. Because another tweet I read, she said, um, you know, you got it's a different breed of men out here now. You got men out here who um, bait women in with money and then don't spend money on them. Well, there's only one reason why a fisherman put bait on a hook. <laughs> to get you in. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's to get you in the door. Some of these niggas, the shit that they doing to get you is the shit that they already do. So it's understandable. Some of these niggas is not. It's just like when you go to an interview. You got your best shit on when you go to an interview. Come see that nigga three months later. Or see that girl three months later. That ain't them. The shit that you saying in the interview ain't you. You don't never fucking come to work early and leave late. I never call out and hard working. The fuck out of here. No, you don't. It's the same way with dating. It's the same way how these people, me personally, I don't agree. I'm not going to lie to you or do things that ain't of me. But it's just like anything. Even with fucking. My biggest rule, like, when I'm, you getting hit. Yo, don't stop doing what you was doing to make me nothing when I'm nothing. That's prime rules. It's one plus one. But when you're dealing with people, and Joe Button said it best. For every bad bitch, here's a nigga tired of fucking her. Like, you may think that, yo, I'm the best shit since sliced bread, and this person ain't going to do this, and this person ain't going to do that. Or you just might have this person just wear, that's just not in their makeup. And, you know, women are natural nurturers. Women are, you know, our first teachers. So, it be red flags, it be signs that pop up that they just don't pay attention to. That nigga didn't do that since, since day one, but you want him to do it now. It's signs when you're dealing with somebody that show you who they are, but some people choose to ignore them. Nigga showed you who he was and you ain't believe him, or you thought that he was going to change. Now you three years in and you like, what the fuck I'm getting myself into? Well, you should have known what the fuck you was getting yourself into when you took that shot of Hazelwood that he bought you three years ago. Shouldn't know what the fuck you was getting yourself into. You saw the signs, but you chose to ignore them. Because you're a natural nurturer. You're 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 the first teacher. So you thought you was gonna be able to change that nigga. Nah. So you got you got this dude that you fucking with now, another nigga of Hazelwood. Bought you the double shot now. But he doing shit that you Ah, oh, I wanted my old boyfriend to do this. I was with him five years. He never did it and you did it within a week that we started fucking with each other. Yeah, because he ain't fuck you yet too. You also got to keep that into consideration. Not saying what he's doing isn't naturally him, but you got to keep that into consideration. He didn't get the job yet. It's the interview process. You know, some applicants look better. You know, his resume might be a little bit better. He might got, you know, some better attributes, but we can't compare that. It's just been a spike in those type of tweets. And I'm like, wait up. All right, this is the new shit we doing now. It took them a week to do it and Okay, so the fuck does that mean? It took them a week to do it, and then now it took them a week to do it. But then now, when you get in three, four years in, now that could be the crazy motherfucker. People show you who you are, believe them. Like, don't compare your last relationship or compare other people to people. You just can't do that. It's just not. It's not even conducive. That's not. That's not gonna work. Shit don't even make sense. Which reminds me of another goofy ass tweet about. Um, basically, white white 
men aren't deadbeats. Like, the fuck did you get that from? What type of narrative are you trying to create? I understand you have a white baby daddy, but don't don't ever get that fucked up and think that that means that they are more superior than a black dad. You know, you can only go off of your perspective. But if you don't have two baby daddies and one is black and one is white, you don't even have a perspective in that. I don't even that don't, that don't even make sense to me. It's a negative narrative that's just running around here, and we just go with it. Shit, that sounds sounds just as bad as motherfuckers saying that is, you know, the most people that's on welfare or or government assistance is black people. That's a lie. It's white people. But they'll let you believe that type of shit. So if you will say some, the self hate is real. The motherfuckers only realize that they doing it. That's the sad part about it. You didn't realize what the fuck you just did or what you're saying. But uh, it is what it is. Fuck is going on, man. Yeah, thank you.